1: homestuck is actually don't very you good don't turn on recording when we're about to start talking <laughs> Home about homestuck is actually good what is it it's a it was I a very know. popular web comic in like the late 2000s 2000s? I
2: remember middle school kids like deep nerd lore. Are like we not talking
0: about Homestar Runner? No, what I no. keep thinking that they're dancing around. I mean,
1: it, it like so Homestuck is this like webcomic where the original premise is it's like a text based adventure game. Okay. And the author used to get prompts from the audience sent in of like, you know, get rake or whatever. And like they draw a panel about that. But it kind of ballooned into this unbelievably long like multimedia thing like there were cartoons Tunes, like like games th- there were like emails th- literally you would uh <laughs> click next panel and like a panel would be a tiny flash player game God. that would be part of the experience of this thing so like the mythology is insane and, and like, you had
2: to be like uh, able to be very
1: online yeah, because there would be five it. updates a day or something like that. What it the was fuck? insane. Yes. This sounds good. It it is very good, uh but also some very passionate and very young people got extremely into it to the point where it like I, I it's like Princess Bride. It's like that whole thing of like people are so mm-hmm. into this thing they'll be me too if you don't know it. Yeah, there's no way you can get like a a word in edgewise or whatever so what you're telling me is i should not
3: ever get into it to prove a point
1: (laughs) uh i don't think it's quite that because like (laughs) the people who are into it are are like real hardcore deep nerds okay or like hardcore deep nerds that were not handling high school very well
3: Mm.
1: no insults to anybody
0: that may be listening
1: insults to everyone
0: casey don't put this in the in the thing (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Travis Madigo. Travis, you are stuck in a tree that is swarming (laughs) with starlings. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just waiting for that big bird. So that big rude bird crashes through the branches trying to rake its claws at you. You have managed to embed yourself enough in this tree that its initial swoop doesn't get you. But this bird is angry and determined. You can see that smaller birds are pecking at it. Uh, swarming around it it grabs one out of the air uh, and crunches the creature's twitching body in its powerful beak Ooh. as it continues to hop through the tree uh trying to lunge at you what do you do I want to go down
3: uh, by, gross. by <laughs> I want to go down on this bird hell yeah dude <laughs>
1: um
2: they have one hole for
3: everything <laughs> it's cool wake up, baby yeah Like, I want to go down by the
1: trunk of the tree. Okay. Make a perception check for me.
3: What's the difficulty?
1: The difficulty on this, I think, is going to be average with a black die. Because you are being harrowed. Two successes
3: and three threats.
1: Okay. So, I think you get pecked at by these birds. Uh, That's going to be too strained on you. Okay. stunning. However... Walking uh, as you hop through these branches, because you can't go immediately down. Sure. Uh, There are starlings everywhere, and this uh, falcon is close at your heels. You hop through the branches, and you notice there is a nest in this tree. And in that nest, there is a note. And the note says, I'm a tree.
2: I learned how to write.
1: And me. beneath that, <laughs> it says, Oh, sorry, I'm a different tree, and I was in the loo. <laughs> <laughs> and it There's a very long story about a poop, and it's actually pretty good, and it's a traditional part of Viropiora for some reason. <laughs> uh, it says... It's a very regular town.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
1: The true game will end in stale.
2: Is it a riddle? <sighs> Are you giving birds riddles?
0: <laughs> so, oh, the birds gonna.
1: Can I take the note? Yeah, I take the note. All right. Um, and you you take the note in a in a quick moment uh, and hop your way down to the trunk of this tree. Uh, you do know that every bird involved in this horrible situation is gonna be after you. So, but I'm out now. But you are you are at the trunk of the tree. That's not out because like it within moments this this big bird will descend on you and all those little birds will as well you just have a moment where you're ahead of everyone else because you knew where you were going and they did not I want to fly towards the bottles hell yeah all right make that athletics check Mm. baby and again based on agility what's the difficulty let's make it hard Guard. 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 One threat. Alright. So I think you fly as fast as you possibly can. You try to weave your obstacles between uh your pursuers and you, but Boy, howdy, this is not getting any easier. Um, You manage to get near the bottles, but uh, you can't quite get up to them because you keep having to dodge these pursuers. Um, You're starting to feel pretty tired, too. What do you do now? What's the closest thing to me? There are pacing men.
3: (laughs) Uh, I want to try and fly like basically around them
1: and, like, through their legs. Rad. Okay. Uh, I think uh, this is going to be an average check. Uh, You now have, like, a specific obstacle. Uh, Starlings are not wild about people. One failure. (laughs) So I think rather than, like, appeasing the starlings, the starlings have been whipped into such a frenzy that they start attacking this dude, too. And the... Judges uh, in the arena look very, very displeased uh, with this as the man starts screaming and running across the arena. So you're chasing after him. Many starlings are like, pecking <laughs> uh, at all of you. And the king's falcon is not far behind. I, I'm just going to fly towards the next thing. Um, so the uh, near the pacing men, I think, are people playing chess with one another. Um, so you can see these chess games in front of you and you are headed straight towards them.
3: I would like to try and steal the, the king.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, so you try, uh, you're going to attempt to steal the king. I think this is another athletics check. This is going to be average. Hmm. Good grief, Finally.
3: Uh, one success and
1: one threat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It is not hard to steal the king. I don't think you have uh, shaken these birds at all, but there are five different games in front of you. Which one do you go for? Three. Three. Okay. Uh, So you go for the middle game. This game appears to have the king and two rooks on either side you pick up one of the kings the people at the chess game would begin to shout their anger at you but they don't have much time as a man running from a group of birds <laughs> slams into their table and sends uh, the chess pieces <laughs> flying wildly they're all being pecked at by starlings uh, while I think the starlings are distracted attacking these men uh, the king's falcon is definitely still pursuing you
3: Okay. Can I try for the bottles again?
1: Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. And this time, uh, because you're not being harrowed by birds, I think you can get over there.
2: What did the note say?
1: Uh, it said the true game will end in stale
2: stale
0: mate. Um, you can say words aloud. Mate, this is an audio mate. mate, mate, mate,
1: stale mate. I said
0: stale. Did the stale stale mate? Johnny did like a small nod, head nod. That's right. What, what yeah.
1: All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, you can make a decision. You can either make another athletics roll. Uh, if you do, that will give you a chance to avoid this bird, uh, or you will take one damage as this falcon pecks at you on the way over. But you'll be guaranteed to get there with no funny business.
3: Well, I'll try. All funny right. Business. What's the difficulty?
1: Uh, that it's it's going to be that average difficulty.
3: One success and two threats.
1: Okay. The success, you definitely get there. The threats, you have to take a long way to get there and it makes you tired, lose two strain. Okay.
2: That bird is stressed out. Someone get that bird a massage.
1: So I'm at the bottles. Yeah. What are they like? Okay. There are bottles a half full of water next to bowls of pebbles. Each bottle has a key tied to a cork floating in it. The bottles are very narrow, uh so narrow that you wouldn't be able to shove your little bird head inside to reach that cork. Smash the bottles. Smash the bottles. Well, it's a puzzle. So do I get
3: you know, here's the thing, do the rules say you can't cheat? You know. And I know that you can't tell me so this is this – is, I have mm-hmm. to make a, a judgment call here. Then mm-hmm. that bird is still chasing
2: me. That bird right? is still chasing you. The easiest way to beat a puzzle is to not it's do to the puzzle. Beat the puzzle. To, be, to,
0: to beat it up, to, to, to destroy to the puzzle. To break
3: the
2: puzzle. Break the yeah, –
0: yeah.
3: I guess I don't even know how I would solve it. Is the cork big enough to come out of the
1: – Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely small enough if you could grasp it. But for whatever – but like it, the water is mm-hmm. too low for you to grasp it.
3: Well, I don't got time to put all these pebbles in these bottles. I'm going to peck at a bottle and see if I can
1: smash it. Uh, You peck at the bottle. It is definitely too weighty for you to smash it. Um, But if smashing it is your goal, you might get your wish because there's a big-ass falcon that is very (laughs) shortly on your heels. Uh, I need you to make a roll to get out of the way. What's the difficulty? That's going to be average, baby. Ooh. And one failure. Oh,
2: buddy, Travis, right,
1: you're gonna take another four damage. <sighs> okay, Travis is not doing so high. A, a little bird friend's not. Having Let's a good cut turn. over to Janet. Uh, Janet, you watch in horror as this big mean falcon just like grabs Ch- Travis off of this like uh, row of bottles that is lined up. Did any of the bottles break? Uh, no, it was like a perfect grass. Come on. Uh, and Travis like flails around in the air and I think actually falls to the ground. Um, I think uh, you also see uh, some pacing men have stopped pacing. They've gone off to the side and grabbed bowls and put them in the center of the arena.
0: Uh, th- ma'am, I, I never asked your name. Oh yes, of course. My name is Ironsides. Great, it's great to meet you, Ironsides. Uh, what what are, these, what are these guys doing with the bulls? Oh, well, it appears
1: that whatever secrets the men with uh, the, the pacing men held have been claimed, and now we are moving into a later round. How many more rounds are there? Uh, there could be many more. There could be few. It's different every year.
0: Okay. Actually, okay, thank you, Ironsides. Uh, Jonnet is actually, he, like, very politely nods to this lady, turns his head uh, attention back to uh, the arena, and uh, he's going to attempt to do a little magic. I just, uh, Jonnet wants to hurl one of those chess pieces at the falcon, to get him off Travis's back for oh, a second. Oh,
1: yeah, cool. Okay,
0: yeah. So that's gonna be the old Arcana g- deal. Uh, I don't know what I'm rolling against on that.
1: Arcana.
0: Um, I think this is hard. I that's fair.
2: You. I am in the dark. Son.
0: <laughs> okay. That is two successes and three threats.
1: Okay. Um, Let's hold for can opening. So you have... Uh, you are just... There you go. You are grabbing uh, just one random piece mm-hmm. uh, uh, like that you can see on one of the chessboards and flinging it. You... <laughs> do this and i pulled the luminary to see if you got uh the right piece i pulled the soldiers which normally has their own interpretation but i I do believe it means you grab one of the non-king pieces uh and of the remaining pieces i believe one of them is going to be a correct piece and you get a six which I think is going to mean you pull not only a random piece to hit and save your friend, but you pull the piece needed for the puzzle. What? What? Does Johnny even know that he did that? No, that was totally (laughs) random luck.
0: That was like through two different barriers of success. Uh, Okay, is there like, does something happen when that piece is pulled and like hurled at this falcon? Because I hadn't even asked Ironside about the game about the chess game yet.
2: That's the thing I don't like doing puzzles in a relaxing
1: moment. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if only there was like a podcast where people did puzzles.
0: Mm. Yo, puzzle, puzzle. Yeah, yo, puzzle, yeah, puzzle. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's like yo, Gabba Gabba. It's like <laughs> a
1: hipper
0: version. <laughs> yo, puzzle, puzzle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a jigsaw. Listen to us do it.
1: (laughs) It's a much calmer podcast. (laughs) Okay. So, Travis, Hmm. a knight is hurled at this falcon. Your vision is tumbling. The world is chaotic. Your ears are like ringing. And all of a sudden, you are kind of like on your back, blurrily looking up the sky in front of you. And you can see this raptor diving down towards you i think it reminds you of another time in your life when you almost died what was that like it was isla nublar
3: a raptor was diving towards (laughs) you
1: you were a rabbit that time though (laughs) (laughs) um so another time that i almost died Ia Blar sounds right. That's it. It's, that's it's, the it's Jurassic, Park it's Park Jurassic Park. Fuck. Oh <laughs> fuck you!
3: Um, yeah, I think I think probably early on, when I didn't fully understand what I was, mm-hmm. I found myself to be, a, a, probably a rabbit, and just being hunted, and just the fear. It was like it was a mixture of. The animal fear that's, like, somewhere buried in there of, like, oh, no, I'm being hunted. And then the human fear of, oh, my God, I'm a rabbit.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Johnny. I love this. We didn't even roll anything good to get you this, but friggin' you are hopping through this forest, uh, dashing, and you can hear the wolf behind you, close on your tail. Uh, You're running blindly and wildly with legs you aren't used to controlling, and you trip. You're sense sprawling to the ground, you roll and you can see the creature upon you. Its jaws lunge to close around you and you let out a scream. A rabbit's scream. A death rattle. It's horrible. The sound fills your ears and one of the thoughts you have is that the last thing you'll ever hear is a horrible noise that you are making. But before the jaws close on you, they stop, frozen. And a delicate and graceful hand pushes the jaws aside and scoops you up. And you are face to face with a radiant looking woman with glowing gold eyes. And that face, if it's possible, fills you with more dread than the jaws of the wolf. It's James, your game master, and welcome to the midroll. First up, I am so happy to tell all of you that my new book, The Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide, is out now. It actually came out yesterday. Folks, I'm not going to lie. I think we've made a couple really great episodes recently, and if you admire the work that we're doing here on Campaign, especially our narrative style of roleplay, and you want to bring that to your table, I really suggest picking up this book. In writing it, I tried to distill all the lessons that I learned over my years. Years learning improv here in chicago and doing actual play performances as part of one shot and campaign i wanted to try and make it easier to play the way i do with a lot of dynamic and vulnerable characters breathtaking plot movement and poetic narration If you admire what we do here, you should check it out. Also, if you have picked up a copy of your own, please take some time to review it on Amazon. I know Amazon is the devil, but the success of books like mine hinges on visibility on sites like that. If we can get to 25 reviews in the first month, my book will be in a really good position for success. Please, please, please take the time to leave a review. It will make a huge difference to me. Also, if you picked up a copy for yourself, be sure to tweet a picture of yourself holding it at me. I love seeing people with the book. It warms my heart. And, folks, we got more exciting news from the campaign cast. This month, Johnny O'Mara is hosting the Spirit Board Spooktacular over on the OneShot Twitch stream. A couple years ago for his birthday, I gave Johnny a spirit board that I bought from Etsy. It's stained red, it's got a picture of Baphomet wood burnt into it, and he's going to use it to prove ghosts are real. He's inviting improvisers from all over to share the real ghost stories from their lives and play around with this clearly haunted spirit board. It's going to be some spooky fun. You've already missed the first stream, which was on the 8th but he's got two more performances coming up on the 22nd and 29th. You can check out the first stream now by heading over to our Twitch page and looking at the archive streams, or by heading over to our YouTube page and looking at what we've exported. So be sure to join Johnny on the 22nd and the 29th for the rest of his Spirit Board spooktacular over at twitch.tv oneshotrpg one-shot-rpg. This weekend, I am going to be at Big Bad Con, and I've got a lot of campaign-themed things that I'm doing there. Of course, all those events are sold out. However, feel free to come up to me and talk to me about Skyjacks if you see me on the floor. I might even have some extra time to play Captain My Captain. I also have a limited supply of merch that you can buy if you catch me. Finally, before we get to the episode, I want to thank our backers on Patreon. Without you, we would not be able to make this show. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to make it. It feels like the last couple recording sessions, something amazing has happened every time we sat down together. And we wouldn't have the opportunity to do that without your support. Every week, thanks to Casey and Arnie, the stuff we record sounds even better than when we made it. And in return, we've got extra goodies to offer you. On Monday, I just dropped the first part of a conversation between Patrick Rothfuss, and myself about the magic system in Skyjacks. I started the show with a lot of unanswered questions about how magic works in Skyjacks, and now that we've been going for a while, I want to start filling in some of those blanks and setting rules. Pat is obviously an experienced world builder, and he gave me some pointers on what to do with my magic system. And as conversations with me and Pat go, we digressed into a lot of different subjects, but it was really fascinating stuff. And if you want access to it, all you need to do is sign up at the $5 or more level on Patreon. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. And we're back at IRP. Oh,
2: uh. <laughs> uh, can do these things
1: doink (laughs) this chess piece strikes this falcon in the head and like sends it sprawling off to Uh. the side um, and happens to land in front of you and you still have this king in your mouth uh instinctually you clamped your beak down you notice the bottom of the king had black felt and the bottom of this knight has a spot of red Hmm. Let's see what. Let's see what's going
3: on there. <laughs> well, you peck at it and it's red felt, baby. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'll. I'll spit out the. The king and take the. The knight.
1: All right. So you've got your knight. Your exits are north, west, east, south, and up. I
0: hate this. <laughs> Um,
2: puzzles are bad Uh,
0: consequences of really playing into your character traits
3: i want to fly over the the chess boards again and see if i i want to look for red on the boards
1: um yeah you look around um and i think because you know you're looking for it you can see none of the remaining chess pieces have red What about on the boards themselves? Nothing on the boards themselves either. (sighs) Okay. You do notice, though, one of the bird trainers to the side sees you flying and snaps his fingers and points at you. (sighs) And before you know it, there is a crow on your tail. Oh, I can handle a crow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna drop this night mm-hmm. knowing that I want to pick it up again okay and I'm going to either try and like turn around to face the crow or you know do a loop to get behind the crow myself
1: Oh yeah uh, just roll me a check average average. Um,
3: Yeah, that's one success and a threat.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, you are definitely going to be able to take down this crow or at least get it off your tail. It will take some effort and cause you a strain. Okay.
2: Do people win this or is it just so difficult for all birds that everyone gives up?
1: I mean, birds are generally trained to do the things they need to do to accomplish this, and they have a trainer giving them instructions. Oh, oh my. So, we've So, you know, heard. perhaps if you're somebody who's trained their whole life to understand this type of competition and a bird who's trained their whole life to be good at the different activities in this competition, <laughs> you'd be just fine. If you were, say, a cocky piece of shit that assumes <laughs> you'll be good at everything and um, corpse, maybe it'll
3: be rougher on you. <laughs> Um okay, so I'm going to pick up the knight that I dropped and I want to fly back to the bottles. Sure, sure. Since I can't break them, I'm going to just start putting Is there something heavier than the pe- or
1: bigger, like more Is there something with more volume than the pebbles? You know, I I think your chess piece might have more volume than the pebbles, uh otherwise the pebbles are there. <sighs> but will I need the chess piece?
3: I will put drop the chest piece in.
1: Cool. That definitely makes things faster. The chest piece will sink to the bottom of the bottle. There are still more pebbles that you have to move. And I'm just going to, executive authority, say you take the time to move them. Okay. While you're there, like you can see uh, since you've been there last, there have been a couple bottles that were spent. But they all indeed have pebbles at the bottom of them. And the corks are gone. In... A couple seconds of moving these pebbles, eventually the cork rises to the point where you can sort of scramble in and pull it out. And there's a key, there's a key attached to it? There's a said? key attached to it.
3: Did I notice any of the doors have keyholes? Yes. Then yeah. I will go back to the doors.
1: Cool. You pull back uh, to the door and let's see here. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> it's not. that uh, I'm sorry. It is not that the doors have keyholes. It's that these bowls, these bowls that have been placed down by the pacing men, are then in turn locked in bird cages.
3: Oh, okay. Then I will go. Uh, then I'll go there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so flying around, you can see that the bowls are multi in multiple different colors. There is a Roy G. Biv thing going on here. Okay. Each of them has a bit of meat in it uh, that, to your bird brain at least, looks appetizing. Mm,
2: yum, 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 uh, uh, but oh, yeah. it looks like there's the meat has
1: come out to play, <laughs> and you love to see that meat provided, of course, by J.D. Lightfellow, who has requested <laughs> to read his own advertising copy. <laughs> Howdy,
3: howdy, it's <laughs> me, JD Lightfellow, and uh, I just came to say when you want a meat that can't be beat, pick Lightfellow Farms, the meatiest treat. <laughs>
1: That's right, Lightfellow Farms. And one lucky uh, audience member in this crowd today is going to get a free kingdom pass
0: to J.D. Lightfellows.
2: No! No, I want it! No! Don't make me go!
0: No, you're going to go and you're going to kill Please! yourself no! a cow! No! No! Kill your own cow and eat it.
1: Please.
2: Of course,
1: you'll be there for a full week where you will emotionally bond with the cow.
0: No. <laughs> I can't go again. You will deliver that cow's babies.
2: How is this possible? <laughs> it's
0: the light fellow way. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just going to call it right now and say that the contestant winner is, again for this year,
2: Sharon.
0: No! <laughs> no! Congratulations, Sharon. I'm sure
1: we'd all like to be you.
2: I want to die. I now,
1: wish
0: I was Sharon.
3: Now, Sharon, remember, just like last time, you're going to need to have some room in your bag to bring home the ashes. No! Don't forget about the
0: testicles.
2: They made me carry the ashes in my hands. <laughs> my hands.
1: <laughs> so, come back to Travis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I want. I want to get the the meat in the red bowl, please.
1: Okay. Uh, so you head over to the red cage and begin unlocking it. Uh As you are unlocking this cage, you notice the whole world is after you now. It appears that every single uh, bird in this arena, all of the competing ones, have been signaled by various trainers to go after Uh, you. What do you do? I want to eat the meat. How much time do I have? not much you can either like you can eat the meat but they're probably going to come after you or you can try and escape now but you won't get that good good light fellow meat okay i'm
3: going to eat the meat and lock myself in the cage
1: Mm. (laughs) that rules uh (laughs) So, yeah, there is a cacophony as horns sound. Um, and we have it. We have it. The competition is over. <laughs> what? The meat has been eaten. This year's prize is claimed by none other than Travis Matagol. Nope, nope, sorry. Nope, nope. I mean, Nobody knows that. <laughs> by Caramel and Caramel's trainer, Urimar Veo. And on the screens, we can see this, like, cacophony of birds <laughs> that are, like, lunging at this, like, huddle, <laughs> smug-looking white raven.
0: Uh, and there's, like, one tile that's still just focused on an unblinking captain oh, that's God. just watching everything.
1: Uh, and so we issue you your points. Travis was... Travis was not the first to finish, but Travis was the last to finish. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Each challenge overcome. Travis, uh, you did manage to uh, best the Starlings. Uh, You did not manage to defeat the King's Falcon, although you got very, very close. I would not say you displayed... uh, Well, actually, I do think... Orimar Vale displayed subtle mastery over you, as according to the judges, not a single command was issued to you throughout the entire competition. (laughs) You did defeat an opponent bird, which will net you five points, but you were not totally undetected. Uh, which would have gotten you thirty points. Uh, so, for finishing the competition, uh, you are awarded twenty points. And when
3: you got thirty for for the other one, so I think that's a little
1: low. Yeah, you got uh, twenty more points uh, for overcoming two challenges, and there's the subtle mastery. So overall, you got fifty points. Okay, congratulations. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, that happens and Jonnet stands up and he is screaming his head off like, Travis, yeah, I mean caramel, yeah. where,
1: Where did everyone else place? Um, So you can see on uh, the boards, it looks like uh, the winter group managed to uh, finish first. That was a parrot, actually. Mm. Um, Yeah, you hate to see that. Mm. You hate to see it.
2: You hate to see it. (laughs) No one loves a parrot. Parrots are bastards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There also the summer group appeared to do quite well, finishing uh, not only with uh, subtle mastery and self control, uh, but being undetected. Mm. And it appears that although they didn't win anything, the spring group did manage to best the King's
0: Falcon. Mm. Uh,
1: so they managed to collect a healthy number of points as
0: well. I say, is there like any kind of like assist? going on with the the king's falcon because
1: uh, the king's falcon uh, is it
0: just like a lump sum had it
1: been uh th- there there's no assist it's gotcha. whoever strikes it down okay yeah okay. this complicated competition has come to an end and we turn to jonnet jonnet earlier you rolled the negotiation check in order to receive the rules and get explanations from this old woman Ironsides mm-hmm. was her name She, although Is old and squints To see occasionally, there's a sharpness About her eyes And that stands out to you very much As you feel a sharpness At your arm No one likes a cheater, dearie <gasps> A small amount of blood Wells up from your arm As a pinprick withdraws
0: mm man. I feel like in that moment, I feel like in that moment through shock in the shock and terror of it. Like, I feel like John, it's, I wants to open at that moment. Ooh. I feel like I would need to, I should roll to like, stop that from happening. I love that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, boy. And I mean, it's still like underneath the, the, the bandana, but still a uh, mm-hmm. heart or normal.
1: I mean, this is a good question. Like, in the future, how reflexive do you want the eye to be? If I make it hard now, uh, mm-hmm. there there will be times in the future where maybe Jonathan is not aware and not fully in control of his faculties where the eye will still work to protect him. If I make it lower, that'll be few and far between should it ever happen.
0: I like the idea of while Jonet is getting a handle trying actively trying to get a handle on this on the eye it is i think by getting more in touch with it he's also opening it himself up for it to do what it wants to do when it wants for so sure. let's make it, it let's make it hard yeah, yeah let's do it holy crap whoa wow. no wow. okay wow, wow. wow. John is showing up. Okay. So wow. that is uh that is one success, two threats and one triumph.
1: One success, two threats and one triumph. So you do manage to control it. Yeah. You see Uh, looking at this woman like there's a brief blink of your eye and you force it close Mm -hmm. you can tell that the eye wanted to attack this person wanted to keep you protected and safe but you do get a little bit of that divine light that shows you the will of the universe and the way things are you can see a nasty dripping red bit of light that is following her needle that she just poked you with like a thread that is bound to your arm. You know instinctually, because of these two threats, that this is a curse that has been placed on you. Ooh. Um,
2: you got a triumph, though.
1: The triumph is that he knows that he was cursed. (laughs) Despite resisting his eye attacking back.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the the line was, no one likes a cheater? Yeah. Uh, He's still facing outward, and then he's like, no one likes a witch and then he turns to her and he's like what did you do to me uh she smiles
1: clever boy are we clever enough i'm teaching you a lesson that's all
0: what did you do to me
1: i placed a spell on you for the next 24 hours you will tell no lies and you will do nothing
0: unhonorable hmm. why All right you you don't know anything about me you don't even know what i did i i know little boys shouldn't cheat <laughs> i have my reasons i i care about my friends and and i don't want to say too much
1: She leans down, like crouches down so she can get at eye level, and she looks at you sternly, but not unkind. There are many times in our lives where our friends may be threatened and put in danger, where terrible things might happen to them. But we must always remember, right and wrong exist whether we care for people or not. When you are measuring yourself as a man, when you are measuring yourself as a captain, you must know what is right and what is wrong, and you must make the correct choice.
0: (sighs) The captain line made me think there's more going on. but uh,
2: How does she know? uh, Yeah, that's
0: my... (laughs) I have learned a fair amount of lessons in the last couple days. I'll take what you say to heart. Please keep your distance. Who are you?
1: My name is
0: Sifa. And what... You're in the broker's booth. What... Why would, you, why would you even care that I did what I did? All right, I, I, we're on the same team. We're both rooting for the broker. Yes, what I did may not have been honorable. I'm not rooting for the broker. I'm rooting for an old friend.
1: Who's, who's that? Orimar Vale. I believe he's your captain.
0: At that, like, uh, this Johnnet. is
2: another person that he's boinked that <laughs> is mad at us. I swear to God,
0: the boink ability of Oromar Vale is astounding. <laughs> um, am CIFA
2: Sifa, D's nuts. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um, well, I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude, but you need to add your name to the list of people that have <laughs> known Ormar Vale. How do you know Ormar? At this point, Janet is now being like hit with a wave of like again another wave of like fatigue from the day, and it's just like yeah. another person who knows Omar is like, how do you know the captain?
1: Well, I believe this is the second time that he's captured my heart. Oh. Johnnet, is it? Yes. It is a pleasure to meet you, and I will enjoy working with you over the next few years. See to it that you grow into the man you're supposed to be. She places a hand on your shoulder And you can see now With the divine light of the universe Revealing truths to you That she is perhaps not as frail As she originally appeared to be That her hand is thicker and stronger Than you would have imagined You see up her arm Her dark skin covered in scars Her hand itself missing a finger A ring finger must have been hacked away years ago. It is covered in calluses and knotted scars now. You trace that up to her eyes, which appeared so milky before. They now appear to glow with a
0: dangerous yellow. If what you say is true and I am indeed barred from telling a lie, then I'll be frank. I hope our paths never cross again.
1: Oh, I think you know that they absolutely will. Yeah, I know. And for both of our sakes, I hope they do. There is a maelstrom coming, Jonat Kessler. And I see you at the center of it. I am not surprised that Orimar has brought someone like you before me. Don't fret now. What I'd like you to worry about is getting out of this city. She pinches you on the cheek. Now, if you'll excuse me, (sighs) I have to play things up for the crowd. Uh, Does she leave? She straightens up if you want to give a parting pleasantry you may
0: oh no I just uh, John I I want I want John to watch her walk out of the room Mm -hmm. and then the door closes and then he turns to the mime oh and you just let that happen (laughs) The mime looks at
1: your arm, places his hands on his cheeks, then goes over and mimes a bandage to put on you uh, and gives it a bit of a
0: smooch. Jonnet takes the the fake bandage and mime throws it. <laughs> Flips in the real bird and stomps, <laughs> stomps out of the,
1: the box. Uh, the mime, as you are leaving, uh, does the little crank <laughs> bird thing where it slowly comes up.
2: Oh no!
1: And that's the episode, baby. Ah. Who is it? <laughs> Bandit Queen.
3: That's
0: oh, band no! Bacon, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, we return once again to the Uhuru, which has a long line of colorful characters in front of it who hope to one day join the crew. We have an older man waddle-up, He lays down some headshots and resumes and... uh, You only need one of those. ...leaves a a little bit of crusty residue kind of on the table as he goes there. (laughs) Uh, He moves back over to the stool uh, where he will sit for his interview. And as he sits down, there's like an audible crack as his crusty, crusty clothes like shift positions. Hello. Uh,
0: Why? Hello. Uh... Go ahead and uh, give us your name, and oh, are you would, willing to shave and salty,
1: shower? That would be Salty John John. Salty, <laughs> salty John John. Salty John John.
2: That sounds like a delicious treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have that some one be... Salty
3: John John, please. All oh, the basket mm. of Salty oh. John Johns. I love getting a basket of Salty John Johns for Christmas.
2: Oh,
0: They're good stocking stuffers. Mm-hmm.
1: So that would be me.
2: <laughs> yes, we've been making fun of you. Uh, yes.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, hi. Can I, uh, Salty? Thanks for, for coming on out here. Can I ask you a question? Yes. You seem to be flaking a lot.
1: Mm, yes. What's yeah. up with that? Well,
0: uh, I, I used to be uh, sailing on the seas,
1: you see. Uh-huh. Uh, so most of this uh, salt is just sort of crusted over everything that I have, mm. and uh, mm. I'm looking for just a change of scenery, uh, change of profession, but not. Not too much of a change, you know.
2: Well, the seas—no one's traveled the seas in years. Am I to believe that you haven't well, washed since then?
0: Salt is very water soluble. Yeah, yeah. You you, ha- have yeah. you been outside in a light rain? I uh, been outside in a light rain. It's just uh, been so much,
2: so much, just quite a bit, so
1: much salt. It's like a lick, like a salt lick. Mm. You anything. ever, you ever go to the beach? No. I've been there, yeah. Yeah, you go to a beach and uh, you come back from the beach, and Uh for the next few months you're finding months. (laughs) Well, no No. months. Yeah, you know
3: I hate beach hair. Oh, I hate beach hair so much.
2: Oh, but after you wash it, doesn't it feel like buoyant and full of life? Well, it's only comparatively though.
3: (laughs) Yeah, because it feels so bad when you get out of the salty water. That's true.
1: You just regret the whole decision.
2: Hey, what's your deal?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm I'm just. uh, you know, experienced, I, I know my knots, i been sailing ships for, for decades now, and, uh, you know, don't want to be around the water anymore, on account uh, of the evil.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. So... When was the last time you were on the water?
1: Oh, that'd be... Five years ago. That's 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 wild. really recent. That's yeah. super duper
2: recent. Wow. I don't feel great about it.
1: But some of the smaller fish in villages, we don't have much of a choice, do we? We don't got any feather weave lifting us up into the sky, ooh, some sailing of... over the Bitter decent okay, okay. That's salty, okay. oh. okay. salty. All right. Hey, salty. Salty. All oh, right. You want to
2: work for us. Remember <laughs> that, man. <laughs> oh, oh. do you have any other hot takes? Sure. Salty John John. Just
1: name a subject, you know. I'll,
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'll uh, give
1: you my take uh, on the
2: it. The youth, today's youth.
1: Oh, I hate the way they dance. <laughs> you ever seen a young couple out there and they hear maybe a tune uh, or perhaps a beat uh-huh. and all of a sudden they're moving their knees and their hips and their elbows flailing about the room?
2: Uh, uh, impossible burgers.
1: First of all, If you're gonna eat vegetarian, just eat vegetarian. There are plenty of meals that you can make without meat. Why do you have to make a mockery of meat?
2: Uh, uh, TikTok. (laughs) Our good friend TikTok. He's over here in the corner.
1: I don't like that uh, TikTok is just repeating the same jokes over and over. Everyone seems to be participating in these same jokes, too. Well, TikTok
2: too. Makes th- is starting to make his own, right. so he's doing Making pretty good.
3: Making base It's me, TikTok. Hey, What's going on? I- TikTok. I- TikTok! How you doing,
1: buddy? Giggity, giggity, yeah. <laughs> You're the same as Vine, and you know it.
2: I I think he's doing better. I think he's doing a lot better recently. Of days.
1: course he's doing better, because he didn't chase away all of his talent for no reason. Yeah, oh. baby. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh TikTok! Oh, I love TikTok.
1: Anyway. You take your horse to the old town road, and you you ride until you can't no more. Oh, right, you know, salty I, John
2: John. I heard
3: about that song so long and so many times before I heard the
1: song.
0: Yeah, well, it dominated the charts. It's one of those you
1: you need to know the
0: backstory. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, it, it, that's half the song. It's like
1: the bonus features. That's something I don't like. What's With all this streaming, you don't get any
0: bonus features anymore.
3: What's the backstory of the song?
0: Of of Old Town Road? Yeah. Okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'll just bit. sit down you, What is it The backstory <laughs> Okay so uh, Lil Nasly X um, Sure He, uh, he the put pirate. out the, the pirate Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he put out the song And it did fine Okay um, And then uh, It got to the top Of the uh, The billboard charts For country music mm-hmm. And then The country music uh, I believe They took it off The billboard charts Because they started saying That it wasn't Officially country but music But
3: isn't Mr. Ray Cyrus In the song
0: so oh, here he we is. go so then that happened and that was uh debatably bullshit uh that they took it off and then uh billy ray cyrus he steps in and he's like no this is country music and so then he puts uh he puts his verse down on it uh does a remix of it that shoots right back up to the top of the the billboards and then and then there was another thing there's a smaller story about it i don't know if it was an official thing but like Folks put out like a printed a, a vinyl billboard and put it up publicly somewhere saying, Congratulations, Billy Ray Cyrus, on your number one hit, uh, Old Town Road. And they didn't put Lil Nas X on it. So then Billy Ray, and I know next to nothing about Billy Ray Cyrus, but uh, I respect the hell out of him for this. So then he goes out and like posts a picture of himself standing in front of that billboard holding a sign that says, Don't forget about Nas X. And then like, they posted another picture of they had taken that billboard down and put a new billboard up with Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. And the thing that I want to know... Shut
1: up! The (laughs) thing that I
0: want to know is
1: who's out there just putting up congratulatory billboards?
3: I remember when I was younger and, oh, I believe it was Mr. Mr. Shaquille O'Neal when Mm. he left the Orlando Magic... Right someone, before Aaron Carter defeated him. Someone <laughs> yeah. put up a billboard just in Orlando that was a picture of his his face, and he had earrings that were dollar signs, and it just said, take the money and run.
2: Oh, boy. People were
3: very angry that Mr. O'Neal left the For magic. For Shaquille
2: O'Neal? Huh.
3: I know essentially nothing about basketball.
2: I mean, that's fine. But- anyway, is that what you wanted? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think you know, I got everything I need. Thank you. Wait,
3: can I give you some quick Shaq facts? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Shaq facts. He owns, like, more than half of all of Five Guys. Like, he
2: owns huh. a ton of Papa John. Isn't he on the board?
3: He, I believe he's on the board, but he, like, like 50% of the franchises of Five Guys are just owned by Shaq.
1: Money makes money. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
2: Anyway, I guess we're shut down for the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. They flip, they flip the sign to closed and like everybody on the line goes, oh. <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing.
2: Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com like all my fantasy children all my fantasy children is a character creation world building and storytelling podcast powered by you each week best friends aaron Catano Saez and jeff stormer take a listener submitted prompt and using some of their favorite tabletop rpgs create an original fantasy character Along the way, they populate a shared universe, one story at a time. They share laughs, stories, and verbal hugs along the way. Jonette Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at tyler a dave on Mainstage with Second City or at Io with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at liz anderson underscore 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 or on her podcast Paired. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG, or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A R N E. P-A-R-R-O-T-T, and you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis Role-Playing System, published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes.
2: Health to the strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends near to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can
3: never deny the call of the sky.